Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly, upside down picture, Murgatroyd, how are you today? I am just ducky and I'm currently trying to take a upside down picture, but you keep moving. Okay. What is the reason for this newfound upside down picture thing that you do? TikTok told me to do it. You know, what's very strange. As we're doing this podcast, I'm looking out of our big windows uh, and in our fancy podcast studio, which is also doubles as our bedroom, I see an Italian language class being performed. So don't you feel like we could just sit at the window and watch and like learn for free? It's a little, it's a little strange to me. Sorry, my phone is on. And for those of you that understand the world of electronics, when your phone is on and you have a microphone, um, it makes a horrible, horrible sign uh, sound, which is making Kim freak out right now. But it is off. And you're fine. You can. You don't have to freak out anymore. It's totally fine. Nobody's phones on the floor. Yeah, nobody's dying. But it's very strange. Nobody's dying except our podcast because everybody just turned that shit off. What's very strange is having people in the next building look inside at our bedroom. Does that feel strange to you? Uh, well, I didn't realize they could see inside our bedroom. And then one day I had walked out of the shower in front of said window, mm. was changing. I turned around, there was a class full of students. And I was like, all righty, I won't be doing that one again. Bonus lesson. Bonus lesson. All right, what are we talking about today? We had a, uh, a little coffee talk this morning and we're like, we should do a podcast on it. So we came home and did a podcast or about to do a podcast on it. What is it? What, uh, what are we talking about? Because I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> this morning you had asked me uh, one of our questions, uh, and I don't know which one, in the Tony Robbins uh, morning questions that we do. It's like 10 questions ranging from what are you the most happy about right now to what are you most proud of, excited about, and on and on. 
And we do that to provoke conversation and connect and um, really just dig in with each other and see where each other are at. And you had asked me one question today. I, I think it was proud is what you, what are you most proud of? I think that was the question. It was. And I had been, for the last couple of days, I had been reflecting on, you know, we're coming up to the end of the year and I, the new year is starting. And so this is when you start seeing the, let's get rid of 2021, 2022 is going to be my year posts, right? And everybody uh, starts going, well, you know, the sentiment of a lot of these posts is, well, we didn't make it happen this year, but next year's my year, you know? And year after year after year, people don't achieve their goals. And then they just roll them into the next year. And for whatever the reason is, you know, that happens. And I was just looking back on our Christmas, New Year's time together. And we had so many years that felt like that where it was like, we set these big goals and this is going to be the year. And then like Christmas Eve, we were like, or New Year's Eve, we were like, womp, womp, we'll get it next year. Mm-hmm. And I can identify with that because I feel like I was that. But it hit me this year that since tw- the the Christmas, New Year's of 2018 rolling into 2019, it's been like a high five and a win. And... It's really been in momentum. I mean, in December 2018, we made the decision to sell your medical clinic and to move on into you doing these work hard, play hard events. And and it was scary AF. I mean, that was a scary thing to do, to shut down our primary income for 25 years and just float our life on my network marketing business and the business you were creating. You hadn't even created it yet. Like you you were getting ready for your first event and we sold the clinic, you know, a month and a half before. So it like that was scary, but that was a leap. And that that holiday season, I remember being scared but high-fiving each other like, holy shit, we did it. And then the following year, you know, we had just done four months in Europe and experienced Italy and played with the idea of living here and then moved to California, which was your dream for so long. And we were so excited and proud. It was like, high five, we did it. And then even this past year in the pandemic and everything, like we were happy. We had a successful year. We were closer as a family. And yes, there were things that sucked, but we high fived and we were grateful. And we did it. And this year we moved to Italy and we're going to celebrate our first Christmas in Italy as a family with so much to be grateful for. I just feel like the last four years have been incredible. And I, for, for like, I guess it's, I'm, I'm, as you can tell, I'm thinking and process, processing this as I'm talking about it, but it just feels like we're just, it's the next month. And it's a celebratory time instead of a time to look back on my goals and go, well, but I didn't do that one, you know? And I just feel like we're setting better goals that are truly what we want. We've unlocked the the way to manifest them. We've unlocked what the action looks like. We've, I, I just feel like we figured this shit out 
in the past few years, and it just keeps getting better to better and better. And that is what I'm proud of. <laughs> so, Long-winded answer there. No, but. It, was, it, was a, it was a great winded. You're windy today. That's good. There's, there's, Let's just hope I'm only windy in the top and not the bottom. You know what they say? Tootin, rootin' tootin'. Okay, my mind just went in a lot of different directions there. Here's <laughs> here's the thing that I'm getting from this because at first when you said it, I didn't entirely get it because it sounded like it sounded like you were saying two things. One is every year you wish for a goal and it doesn't happen, and uh, the other thing is your goals are happening. And so for me to understand your point, I had to separate it into two areas. One was the areas prior to the last four years, and two was the areas within the last four years. And I want to break this conversation down into two parts, Part those two parts. Part one is why do you think for year after year after year, we were those people saying, this is going to be a better year and next year we're going to hit our thing. And then next year we did it again and nothing happened. Why was there such a long run of minimal success in your opinion, as it relates to goals? Yeah. So I think for a lot of reasons, one, I don't think we had clarity on what we wanted. And I think it took the contrast of what you were going through in the office and the nonstop, the nonstop contrast of, of shit hitting the fan all the time to give us the clarity that it was time to move on. And I think we could have moved on earlier, but I don't think you had enough contrast yet to make that leap. And I think that you and I just, we didn't have clarity. I'm going to say the clarity wasn't there. And that's the first thing. The second thing that I think made a huge difference in 2018. And please, if you're still listening to us, I want you to hear this because this is so important. You in 2018 made a massive mindset shift and your mindset, can't talk today, mindset shift, shifted our family. You started doing the morning pages where you journaled out all of the garbage. You started... um, consistently meditating. You started affirming from a high place of vibration what you wanted. You didn't talk as much about what you didn't want. You were so much better. You weren't just complaining about the clinic anymore because you had something else you were building on the horizon. You had stepped out of the day-to-day working of the clinic. And so I think up until that time, you were just kind of bitching about what you didn't have and that you were never going to get it and that you were never going to be able to leave the clinic and you know up until then but in 2018 there was a massive shift in your energy around this and All i right, think let's let's take a pin in it right I, there no but hold on but that's the part that i think is the most important thing that led to where we are going i want to i want to stay with that and i want to go deeper yeah so when i think about all of those years of contrast where I wasn't doing that. So I want to define contrast. Contrast is basically the shit that you don't want. That's basically what contrast is. Like all the problems that happen. All the problems. And so, you know, when, you know, when you know what you don't want, you know what you do want. So there were so many years of what I didn't want that when I, 
And because I didn't get it, I kept talking about how I didn't have it. And the more I talked about how I didn't have it, the more I continued to not get it. Does that make sense? Yeah, because basically that's a negative spiral. So, you know, you don't get what you want. So you keep bitching about not having what you want and your energy of that. But then, you know, you're you're someone that's reading all the books. And so you you start screaming the affirmations in the mirror, but you're doing it from a, a low vibration place of anger instead of high vibration and you're not doing the work. And that's the thing. So people talk about, well, you got to do the work. Next person that says that to you, ask them what that means. Because I don't think the people that talk about you got to do the work actually do the damn work. And you in that year without talking about it did the work and you journaled. I remember you used to wake up in the morning and you'd sit at the little desk in our bedroom and you would journal but you would close the door and you would journal and you would meditate and you would put yourself in a different state than you started. And then you started um, writing your story. You started creating the story of what it was going to look like to live in California. And you you really honed in on that. And we put that was the year that we put the vision board up in our kitchen and... By the way, the date on the vision board, I'm pretty sure was initially two years after the date we made it happen. It was like, we made it happen in 2019. And I'm pretty sure it was like 2021 was the date initially on our vision board of the date we were gonna move to California. So there was there was an energetic shift that started with you. And because you're such a powerful energy in our family, you know, I tend to be more positive Pollyanna, glasses always half full kind of person. The good news is your negative spiral would really affect what we had going on. And so when you brought your energy up, it was easier for me to feed on that energy. And instead of you coming home at night and bitching about the 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 staff issue du jour, we sat with a glass of wine and talked about what was it going to be like to live in California in two years or whatever. And that energetic shift in our family put our family literally into a manifestation momentum that has shifted the course forever. And so I look at year after year how it was like, it's just gotten better and better. And not like, oh, look at me, how fancy. No, dude, we were, I I was telling Rob this morning, I was telling you this morning that I was comparing the last four years to the year that we had to cancel our Christmas plans and our New Year's plans. We had to cancel our flights because we couldn't afford it. We couldn't afford to travel. We couldn't afford to do anything. And, you know, we bought ourselves um, or bought each other like, just minimal gifts to have something. So our daughter, our older daughter at the time, didn't really see that there was a problem. We made sure she was good for Christmas. And then you and I sat and watched the ball drop with like a mediocre bottle of Prosecco and dreamed that it would have been a better situation. And that was the shittiest and best New Year's Eve ever. Now, here's the thing about that time. If you go back at that time and say, well, why is it that financially it was as tough as it was? And the answer to that question was, I was ignoring my inner being, for lack of a better word. I was ignoring 
my desire to not do what I was doing and to have the nerve, the balls, the guts to be able to step into something that I wanted to do. So, and you were just bitching about it. So as, yeah, that's right. And so and I, I, and by the way, I was right there with you bitching about it and I didn't even know I had an inner being. So that's so, where we were at that time. So as a result of doing that, what that ultimately wound up leading to was more of the same. Yeah. And it wasn't until I got sick and tired of being sick and tired and decided that I needed to step into something new and then did the things that you've mentioned earlier that things started to change. Okay. So for the people that- Not just that you stepped into something new, you got into alignment with yourself, with your inner being. You, You started meditating, you started listening instead of talking. You started journaling out all of the chatter in your brain. And when you got into alignment, that inspiration of what's the next step to take came forward. Oh, I need to start my podcast again. Oh, I, I want to do a, a, a mastermind event, but I want to do it as a travel event, which sounded crazy at the time. Like you started, these things came out of you because you cleared the cobwebs and got into alignment. They didn't come out of you because you sat down and at the top of your page wrote 2020 goals and were pissed about each one. Like it happened from a place of high vibration and excitement instead of, I need to get the F out of this, you know? Yeah. So I think, I think what, um, for people who are listening now saying, okay, well, how does that, how does that help me? I think the way it helps you is to, number one, if you are not falling into this category where you're achieving all of your goals, keep doing what you're doing. High five. Because it's working, (laughs) right? But if you are one of those people where every year you're like, I keep, you know, here it is again, you know, we're at the end of the year and I'm about to say the same thing. Like next year is going to be my year. This year didn't happen because of COVID. Last year it didn't happen because of the the year. So there's a story every year. Chances are there is some, whatever it is that you're doing, you're probably not that passionate about. If I can just cut to the chase because built inside that passion and excitement, hopefully is belief that you can accomplish what it is that you want to accomplish. So if you are doing something that is safe and is a paycheck, it's only going to go so far. You're, 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 I remember just you know, whenever the numbers in the clinic would start to go down, I just sit down and I'd go back into my mental Rolodex and say, you know, in 1997, I implemented these procedures and I made money on these procedures. So, you know, maybe I can dust those off and, you know, hire a new this or a new that to do these procedures, right? But there was no heart, there was no soul. My fingerprint wasn't all over it. It was just something that I felt I needed to do to fill the coffers, right? That was very different than when I wanted to create these work hard, play hard trips or very different than I wanted to do coaching or very different than I wanted to move to California. These were things that I was truly passionate about. I had no idea how I was gonna do it, but I was truly passionate about it. So if you're finding yourself in that situation now, Take a good hard look at what you're currently doing. And if you're not making money, there's a good chance that you don't love it. Or there's a good chance that you don't have enough belief in yourself that you can accomplish what it is that you're trying to do. So those are the two pieces of advice I would give. 
Yeah, I would also add that because it's not always about business, right? It could be a relationship. It could be where you're living. It could be a lot of things. Take Instead of sitting down and, and saying, here are my goals for 2022, first take an inventory of, of where you're at and what you really want. And again, I go back to this and I feel like a broken record, but to do that in an effective way, you have to get an alignment. You have to get an alignment in whatever way that is for you, whatever puts you into that flow, that alignment. For us, it's meditation. It could be yoga. It could be what running, whatever. Get into alignment and then ask yourself the questions from there. Like, what do you really want to have, be, and do in 2022? What would be a win for you at the end of the year? What do you not want? And what's the opposite? right? Go to what is the contrast that you keep getting served? What is the thing that keeps happening in your life? And every year, is it a guy that you keep you keep dating that guy that turns out to be the biggest a-hole? What is the thing that keeps happening is repeating pattern that needs to be broken, right? And start looking and take a real inventory. And if you want to know if you're complaining, ask the people that you're around the most. Ask your spouse, ask your best friends if you have been complaining a lot for an honest answer. And you know the you know the truth. But those things will put you into negative momentum and you want the opposite. So first figure out what you want. Take a real inventory of your life and where you're going. Take an inventory of your vibration. And you have to put the puzzle pieces into place to raise that vibration. Like, I was telling uh, you this morning that I've felt a a bit out of sorts here since we've gotten to Italy because I don't have a routine and I haven't been doing yoga. I haven't been doing uh, meditation, you know, consistently. And there are things I I want to read. I have like a stack of books that I really want to dive into and I want to walk 20,000 steps every day. I want to go to the market. There are so many things I want to do, but I don't have a system or a schedule yet figured out. And that's creating anxiety and like a negative vibration. So this morning I set my uh, alarm 15 minutes earlier and I got up and I did a short meditation and I moved my body. I did a couple of yoga flows. It wasn't huge. It wasn't big, but I can tell you my mood is way better today than it was for the last two weeks, you know, just in that... 15 minutes I took for myself this morning. So setting the t- setting the tone for your day is is really really important because it you know it's it's interesting for a lot of people listening now my suspicion is have not gone through I mean I don't I don't know but maybe some of you have um picking up and moving from one country to the next. It it will turn your world upside down in positive ways and negative ways. And the negative ways um, are what Kim mentioned. Everything is so fucking new. I mean, it's like, yeah. you know, you're walking down, you're walking down a new street, you're, you know, you're living in a new home. Uh, everything is just new and it throws um, that consistency off. Yeah, setting the tone. I just wrote this down. It just came into my brain. Setting the tone for your day will set the tone for your year. Mm, it's good. Think about that. Think about the the routine, the small habits that you can put into place that are going to move the needle into a more positive manifestation momentum. I'll leave you with this. There was some studies that were done on helping people with um, depression where they felt like, you know, they were sort of like wandering through their days. And there was one thing that 
stuck in terms of, they took the, a control group and you know a test group. And the, there was one action that someone did that moved the needle in decreasing their self, uh, self-assessed feelings of depression. What do you think the one act if that you tell the me it's did? making the bed, it's making the bed. I guess I can't. I, whoever did that study is is someone that makes the bed. I like I I know it's a study and I know it's done. I completely disagree. But how do you like that? On that, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, can you tell I don't like to make the bed? I would I would recommend that uh, that you do not make your bed. Um, <laughs> because I'm happy to make the bet. It doesn't bother me. That's it, everybody. Have a great week and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.